Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater, or just want to hear my thoughts on a current, or or a classic, I should say, or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I'm reviewing and talking about the 2022 action epic, The Woman King, directed by Gina Prince-Bythewood. This is written by Dana Stevens, the screenplay and uh, story by Maria Bello. It stars Viola Davis, Thusa Mbedu, uh, Lashana Lynch, Sheila Atom, and John Boyega. This is a historic epic inspired by true events that took place in the kingdom, kingdom of Bohemi. Uh, this is a one of the most powerful states. This was one of the most powerful states in Africa in the 18th and 19th century. Uh, And this particular movie takes place in West Africa in the year 1823. I was looking forward to this movie, uh, very excited to see it when I saw it pop up on Netflix. It was an easy decision to not only watch, but to review, uh, because it was a movie when it was in theaters, heard good things about, and excited to see I am a fan of Viola Davis Uh, a fan of historical epics and also a fan of movies that try and do something different, try and show a different story, different location. Uh, And this one has a lot of that in it. Uh, And uh, so I was very excited when I saw this pop up on Netflix and I really enjoyed it. Uh, You know, it has great fight scenes, great battle scenes, uh, a good story, great performances. Like, it is an above-average film, absolutely. Not necessarily great. Uh, it definitely could have been better, and it's crazy how it could have been better, which I'll get to that in my review. But, right, the overall idea of this movie is a group of female warriors, and they are kind of the elite squad of this state, of this kingdom. So right there, you have a very interesting idea, uh, having a an elite squad of female warriors, awesome, uh, and also location, West Africa, 1800s, you know, you don't see a whole lot of movies set in that time period uh, or location necessarily, and it's the showing slavery from a new perspective, showing slavery from the perspective of uh, Africa and of these kingdoms and groups who are basically enslaving each other in order to sell off to the Europeans, sell humans off to the Europeans, sell, in some cases, their family, their enemies, their warring neighbors 
it it is a, a very unique perspective of the slave trade that we really I struggle to think of a movie. I'm sure there are, uh, but this one very much uh, showing that perspective, which I feel is very very new. Right, and this crew, this elite crew, the movie starts off with them going in to invading this uh, another group trying to not only free their people that have been enslaved but also to get their own captives uh, because capturing people is currency uh, because then they can sell so this is not only are they in some ways against obviously their own people being enslaved but trying to themselves capture people to sell off to the Europeans uh, but there's also the aspect of them wanting to change what they do change their business strategy as it were to change how they conduct themselves and what they're doing and reconsidering what they are doing and the scope of that and the reality of that right badass opening battle to start off this movie really gets you right into okay this is what we're gonna see Right, you're gonna see these weapons, swords, spears, hand-to-hand -hand fighting, some grappling, a lot of throws going on. So fun fight choreography, fun battles. Not very gory or graphic, which, you know, was noticeable, especially for a historic epic. Right, you think of like Braveheart or Gladiator. Or any of these films, and it feels like those movies definitely had more a lot, a lot more graphic violence than this one, where this one is more stylized in some ways. Not necessarily stylized in a bad way, but definitely toned down on the gore, toned down on the graphic nature of it, which I think makes it miss a little bit. But that's not necessarily my big critique of this movie. Right, just something that I noticed, like, hmm, like they, the way, like there's, you know, you can tell things are happening, but the way it's shot, you're, you're not really seeing a lot of the actual damage that, that's happening, right? Okay. And also, I've been watching a ton of Indian films over the past year, uh, fallen in love with Indian films, and one of the, one of the many reasons I love Indian films, aside from the amazing stories and the way they're able to tell their stories. Like you want to talk about films that have the epic nature of it, that are well-rounded, well-told stories that not only have long run times most of the time, but more than justify their run times. This movie in some ways reminded me of that because of the unique location getting a fresh new story, fresh new take, perspective, uh, a new setting, a new time, right? Transporting you to a different time and place, which is something, a unique time and place that you don't necessarily see very often in films. So that aspect, I would say, it relates to what I enjoy about the Indian films that I've seen. But what I would critique this movie compared to Indian films is the lack of not only like I think this movie easily could have been this this movie like Bahubali an epic film Indian film 
two-part, I think both parts are around three hours. I would say there is enough interesting things in this film to more than justify a two-part, like a six-hour epic film. Like that is the, this movie is categorized as being an epic, like historical based on true events kind of a movie but feels so much like it's lacking the epic nature. It feels like it cut out and is missing so many things that would have rounded out all of these characters. Like there is so little time spent getting to know any of these characters. Everything kind of moves very fast and even though I enjoyed this movie, even though there was enough to care about the film, the, the characters in the film, I, in a very rare case, very rarely do I ever wish a movie would be longer, let alone like three times longer. But if any movie was going to be made to be that, I would say this one. And it could be, Similar reasons why it wasn't very graphic or gory could have been budgetary reasons. You know, maybe it was there is a longer version of this movie uh, or maybe if they had more time and more money, they could have put that little extra into the battle scenes. They could have added a longer runtime fleshing out a lot of these interesting stories because there are a lot of things going on in this film that are all interesting and I think all would have benefited from more time spent fleshing them out and and just, you know, getting us, instead of just, it feels like it's very much skimming over a lot of things uh, in a way that, you know, just made me wanting more, made me wanting more. And I would say that's in some ways a good thing, right? To have a movie where it feels like it would have benefited from a longer runtime is such a rare thing. Most movies are way too long, especially nowadays. And this movie isn't short. This movie is, I want to say it's like 2.15, the runtime. Let me see here. Uh, right on the button, 2.15. How did I know that? Because I probably looked it up and somehow remembered it. That's how. Uh, but, you know, would have loved a different longer film but i also appreciate the fact that it is showing something different it is showing something unique it is showing a very unique story in a place and time that is very rarely depicted in most movies and i love different give me something different give me something new I am so exhausted and tired of reboots, legacy sequels, franchises, superhero movies. I am like, even though some of them are good, I so much bet. I'd like, it's like the difference between having a, a like tasty fast food meal versus like a five, five star meal at a restaurant right that is the difference between a good superhero reboot uh sequel franchise trilogy whatever is fast food 
versus a five-star meal at an actual restaurant. It's just so much more filling. It's so much more you get out of it. And while I think this movie does do a lot of that, I think it it could... Ah, if I had one wish to give this movie, it would be to make it even more like an epic story telling more of this village telling more of these warriors these especially like there's three main female warriors and this story is about like these newcomers coming in that are getting trained right we follow along one of these newcomers that kind of introduces us to everything but if we had fleshed out like the viola davis and even uh like Lashana Lynch's character and Sheila Atom, right, who play uh, Naniska, uh, Izogi, and Imenza, right? Flesh, give us more of them. Show us earlier on fighting battles. Show us why they I mean, they all, like, are believable as badasses. It's not like I don't, it's not like I need more of a movie to believe they're able to do what they do but give us some of their backstory they could have done even more with the uh nawi character the character that's pretty much the main character i would say the character that we spend the most time with give us some of that give us some of the kingdom right this is such a unique type of a story where you have this kingdom that has these female warriors right kind of sped through all of that Sped through all of that. And it's cool to see that there's a society that, like, respects women. Right? 1830s. This kingdom that has a lot of respect for women. Not only the fact that there's female warriors, but in this movie they mention that there is this idea of equality is a fundamental aspect of the kingdom. And part of that is the woman king, that there is not just a male king, that there is a woman king. And it's not his wife. It is not a queen. It is a separate woman that is also a leader to provide balance, to provide equality. They're the women who are part of this elite squad of warriors their opinions are respected they're they're they have to sacrifice things they're not allowed to have relationships or kids right there are some rules there but okay it's perfectly it's absolutely not perfect but far more far more progressive than most civilizations are in the year 2023 so I love that aspect of it as well, right? And, of course, despite that progressive nature, uh, the king still has multiple wives. So there's still this polygamous thing, which is kind of an interesting contrast, how they're able to, in some ways, be very progressive in things while also being so much like what a male-dominated society would be, right? So kind of very, very interesting stuff. And you have the, a king and a kingdom trying to change, be more humane, right? 
You get to see the slave trade from a different end of the spectrum than we usually see, right? Where brothers are selling sisters, people capturing their neighbors to sell off, right? The more slaves you sell, the more weapons and power you have. It's like this vicious cycle where you obtain weapons and power in order to capture more people that give you more weapons and power. Like it's this vicious cycle that the people benefiting from the only people betting benefiting from are not necessarily the kingdoms in Africa, but the Europeans that are using this cycle in order to profit and then sell people off in America. Right. They just said the Europeans came to Africa, set up this system and are primarily the ones who benefit from it. Capitalism. 1,000% capitalism, right? Everybody that wants a free market capitalist society it has to identify that slavery is the goal. It is the prime, the, the most pure version of capitalism. But they don't. No. Uh... And it's just crazy, like all of that stuff, the progressive nature of this fiend. It's it's like insane that like the ideas, the progressive ideas in this movie by a political party in the United States would refer to these progressive ideas of respecting women, of women being warriors, of women fighting battles, right, of having a woman king at all, having a woman ruler of any kind, how a political party in the United States who not only would fight for and has fight, fought for their political ideology, has fought for slavery in the past, but also would consider these progressive ideas from a movie that is telling a story from the 1820s 200 years ago they would refer to those ideas as woke and those things being a negative it is insanity how little our society has progressed and more so probably how much our society has regressed it's just insane Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about, are you looking to add some unique and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor. That's me. These abstract paintings on paper explore the endless possibilities of the human face, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Now you can bring these stunning and thought-provoking pieces into your own space with high-quality prints and t-shirts, featuring designs from the Many Faces series. Or take home a one-of-a-kind original piece for your collection. Don't miss out on this opportunity to add some original and expressive artwork to your home, office, or wardrobe. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com to browse and purchase original artworks, prints, and t-shirts from the Many Faces series today. And now, back to the show! Right? And this movie is not only just about those things, it's also about family. It is, in some ways, a revenge film. There's a part of this that is a revenge 
has a revenge aspect of uh, aspect to it, right? But overall, great casting, great acting, some great action, even though it's not graphic and gory, which is fine, right? It's fine. Uh, I am a dark individual with a heart that is uh, cold and dead inside, so you know, I pain seeing pain in others makes me feel something. Uh, and again, would have liked a little bit more graphic in the battle scenes, uh, but still great, right? There are some soap opera y moments which I did not like in this movie. Thankfully, there's just small moments that don't necessarily ruin them but even still like even those soap opera moments to go back to my comparison to indian films like bahubali romance and love stories are a very common flavor that are added to indian films right it could be a movie like rrr that is this over-the-top action spectacle film based on I don't know, loosely based on true events in some ways, or at least taking place in a time where things like apartheid, not apartheid, but uh, imperialization and, and those things were taking place in India. B but there's a, a romance to that film. Three Idiots. There's a, rom a comedy. One of my favorite movies of all time. A, there's a romance aspect to that movie, right? There's a rom romance aspect to KGF. Right? There's these these movies that are not romance films. These are not films that are sold as the the main focus of the film is not the romance, but romance and love is a big flavor, a big ingredient that's used in Indian films. And in this movie, they stand out more because again, we don't we this movie doesn't take any time it's just you're going from one thing to like this soap opera moment to like this other thing to like a training montage and it's like just if it just allowed itself to breathe a little bit more and allowed itself to do more and show more and get us more invested in all of these things then that is a perfect way to balance things a perfect way to kind of shift emotions throughout an epic tale And that's why I would have loved like a th at least a three hour version of this movie, maybe a three and a half hour film. Right. Would would have loved it, would have enjoyed it even more. Right. It wasn't this is considered to be an epic. I think it wasn't it could have gone more epic. It wasn't epic enough. It could have been more epicer, Right. But I do want to talk about spoilers of this film. So you are being warned at this point that I am going to be discussing spoilers. So if you have not watched this movie, head on over to Netflix, click the play button, and enjoy a good movie. And maybe you'll agree with or see the things that I've kind of discussed that I feel could have made it better. Maybe you would feel the same way. It could either have been way longer, I think it would have been a way better movie, or cut it down even more, cut out some some aspects of it, and just make it, like, just make it a revenge film. Just make it, uh, you know, a a hero's journey type of a film. But the things it would have cut out to be something like that, I appreciated. I just wish there was more time spent. So I would have loved a longer version of this movie than a shorter version of this movie, which is, it, it feels kind of crazy to say. But I'm going to be spoiling this movie, so let's get into that. Um, so you have our main girl, Nawi, right? 
dad can't marry her off, right? She's doesn't put up with it. The fact that she's 19 in this story seems ridiculous. Again, societies, whether it's early America, like The Witch, or Indian films, or even this film, in history, when families sold off their daughters, they generally did so at like 13, right? As soon as they're of age to bear children, tends to be the time or tended to be the time when they would get rid of their female, their their daughters. So the fact that she's 19, I can't believe that there's been six years of her father trying to sell her off and not being able to. Regardless of that, that's how she got there. She wasn't able to sell her off to some old dude, right? So instead, he donated her to the kingdom to be one of these warriors, which is something that she was into, right? She's a very rebellious person. Obviously, that's why she wasn't allowing this transaction to take place in the first place. And when she goes in, she sees all the, the female warriors training. Very cool, right? Uh, you have this cycle of selling people that they capture to the Europeans for weapons and uh, for weapons so that they can capture more people. Uh, Naniska, she wants to start, she wants to move away from that and start selling gold and palm oil instead of people, right? So it's this, I, one of the, the many kind of through lines through this is her trying to convince the king to change their business strategy. Like instead of like, we are not doing anything, any good, right? We are just killing ourselves. We are killing our brothers and our sisters and our neighbors doing this thing to capture people, to get more weapons, to become more powerful in order to capture more people, to get more weapons, to get more powerful. Where does it end? Does it end when we ship everybody out to be slaves in America? Is that where it ends? Because that's 100% what the people, the capitalists in the slave trade would have loved to enslave all of Africa Right. So it's cool that she not only wants to do this very progressive thing, this thing that is completely different and a big change. But then you also have a king that's willing to list respects her enough to even like entertain this idea. And it's funny, there's a moment where the king is talking to one of these slave traders and he's called this slave trader is calling him saying that he is richer than the king of england very laughable right clear like just trying to boost the ego it's like oh you're you're even more regal from than the the most regal of kings in the world obviously complete bullshit um the king and naniska their relation very interesting right the king trusts her Right. Despite the fact he has like multiple women. Right. But has this ultimate respect for this warrior woman. His queen kind of prefers the way things are. She wants her king to be powerful. She's 
for sticking with the current plan of selling off slaves. She wants him to be a king that is feared. She wants him to be the alpha, right? The 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 person that that's feared by all, but like a really just a horrible person, right? And if you join this military this uh this female warrior group you spend your life in the palace obviously not when you're going out to battle or whatever but you spend your life inside this palace you can't leave not supposed to leave uh but your opinion is respected and you can't have children or get married right so i mean kind of makes sense right it if you go into the military you only get certain times where you can leave base, right? And they're they're planned and scheduled. And, you know, you can have kids and stuff like that, but I'm sure they would prefer you not. You know, I'm sure they would prefer you not to have any of those things. Uh, the, the palace itself is pretty cool. There's this bath that's inside that's like, just this giant indoor pool like there's there's like so many interesting things so many different aspects of the kingdom and and everything involved that like i just wish we could have spent more time there right and you also get to see the different reasons why the girls join right obviously it's not always because their parents were unsuccessful selling them off uh there are a lot of different reasons uh, and then they do while they're in there doing their weapons training. And their first weapon is rope, right? And they're complaining about rope or uh, uh, Nawe's complaining about rope. And and Naniska gives her her sword and she sees the weight of the sword. And she like goes to attack a, a mannequin. And it's like clearly showing that she's not ready. She wants to cut corners and do these things, which is really cool like it's amazing how this movie is is related to the movie prey the prequel to the prequel predator movie that came out last year in that there is a f badass female character young both young badass female characters both implement use combine using a rope with a sharp object right in prey it is a rope and an axe or a tomahawk i guess and in this it is a rope and a sword and in both instances their use of this newly created weapon i don't know how new it is but their use of it in this movie in both movies is badass and it's 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 kind of crazy it's it's like a weird like comparison it's almost as weird as the fact that everything everywhere all at once and the movie rrr both have scenes where an adult is riding on the shoulders of another adult it, it's just these weird weird connections that i don't know what the conspiracy is yet but i'm sure there is one right no uh and the whole idea is that they have to pass some test in order to stay there so, of course, you get, like, a training montage of them running, grappling. You see how they uh, oil themselves up, I assume, using palm oil in order to make them more slippery. So, when they are grappling and doing in combat, doing hand-to-hand -hand combat, they're 
impossible to grab a hold of, which makes them more effective at what they're trying to do, is a great, def- a brilliant defense. I mean, if you ever watched MMA, especially like older MMA, there is a lot of moments where, especially with grapplers, where they will say somebody's oiled up and was a trick. I don't know how, if it's still used, that MMA fighters would use where they would soak in like baby oil so that the next day when they start sweating, that oil would start coming out and make them extra slippery. So them using that as a part of a defense in this movie, I thought was brilliant as well. Uh, they also train with like swords and rifles, of course. Um, and there's this cool like ego competition between, I think it was a Zogi. I'm pretty sure it was a Zogi and then a male warrior. So they didn't just have female warriors. They also had male warriors. Just the female warriors were seemingly the more elite, right? And there was this game or challenge. They were challenging each other where it was, uh, Izogi versus this male guy, and they both have a spear pressed to like their chest, just under their shoulder, and they're going against each other, and they're putting pressure on each other, where they're both getting stabbed, and it's like chicken: the first one to back down loses, and Izogi wins, which is just kind of, you know, I would say that scene is definitely set up to show how just the the warrior mentality these women have where they they are willing to endure pain far more than the men which you know the fact that women give birth i would say is proof enough of their ability to endure pain more than men have a a different threshold to pain uh but a, a cool scene you know and then there's like a scene where Nawi plays a prank which is so out of character comes out of nowhere that she is a prankster in any way like it really feels like there were missing parts with Nawi and just how she made friends with people because she in this movie she says that she's friends with people she actively goes to help people out who are struggling when she's told not to do that because you know they need to succeed on their own but they never show any scenes where she is actually befriending or talking with or being friendly with like they they just like comes out of nowhere which is one of the many things that would have benefited from a longer runtime but we see how smart Nawi is right not only in her ability to rig the mannequins to blow up but the necks to blow up when they hit them but um you know, she stays up late. She's definitely dedicated, stays up let, late training. Um, and f- was the main focus of the movie, which was surprising. You know, a movie called The Woman King, who is Vi- Viola Davis, or eventually she is given that title. She's not necessarily the main focus, but she is definitely one of the main characters. But I would say the the primary focus in this film is Nawi. Which is fine, but wasn't something I was expecting necessarily. Let's take a quick break right now to talk about, are you a fan of original artwork and live events? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor and the weekly live stream over at youtube.com slash inspired disorder. 
This ongoing series explores the endless possibilities of the human face through abstract ink paintings on paper, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Join me every Thursday at 420 Pacific Time as I paint live. Follow the Many Faces series and discover the endless possibilities of the human face. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be part of the action and own a piece of original artwork by me, Ray Taylor. Head to youtube.com slash inspired disorder every Thursday to catch the live stream and visit inspireddisorder.com to browse and purchase the Many Faces artwork. And now let's get back to the show. Uh, there's a bat. One of the many badass moments was there's a scene where a rival village kingdom that they owe money to or whatever, uh, they decided they want to take like 21 of their soldiers. And instead of it being them giving these soldiers, it ends up these soldiers going to attack and they kind of make their intentions known when they show up by kicking over a basket of severed heads, which was like, oh, shit, right? One of many badass moments, which leads to a fight that is kind of weird because when Naui has to, like, chop a rope to lower the gate, that's not part of their plan. Like, the plan, which even that wasn't part of the plan, right? Apparently, the part of their plan was to do this thing and to bounce. But Naniska has a revenge, wants to enact revenge against this guy who in the past had raped her, right? Captured her, raped her, I'm sure, along with other people in his his command did that as well. And she, want, she f realizes who he is and wants to get her revenge that is the aspect of the movie that is revenge which if this was just a straight up revenge of her trying to get revenge of that and that was the main focus you probably could have made a badass to like that this movie could have been badass if they cut out some other parts and that was the focus but still an interesting aspect of it sets up how this guy is is evil but they end up escaping and finding out the connection between Nawi and Na Na uh, Naniska, kind of crazy, right? Tying their stories together, how she's able to verify that with the tooth that she put into her wound that somehow stayed and didn't get absorbed by her body in any way. Like it just stayed in its perfect form in her scar. I don't know how real that is but very interesting very interesting way to identify somebody in a time where being able to identify somebody from baby to 19 years old um interesting but also made their connection a lot different where she clearly saw the potential that Nawi had, but then when she found out, obviously, that not only is she her child, but she is her child that was conceived through the brutality of rape is, like, just, you know, it, it definitely ties a lot of this movie together, which, again, the longer version of this movie 
would have made all of these things pay off even more. And then they have the test, which the test seemed absolutely brutal, but like that whole situation just seemed kind of like it was out of nowhere. Them having to go through the the thorn bushes, absolutely brutal, the most giant thorns. And then again, Nawi going back to help her friend, which I don't know why they're friends. They're just friends. And we're just have to, because that is the thing. So, and obviously not at all surprising that Nawi won, right? It, it would have been weird if some other character that we don't know anything about won. So, of course, she wins. And, of course, she's also the daughter of soon-to-be Woman King. So, you know, she has that lineage of, of being, uh, you know, having that ability. The love story in this be between Nawi and the Brazilian slave trader guy who who's like ha who's mixed right his mom was from that same village uh and th that whole love story very soap opery again if they had just done a film like bahubali or you know another indian film then that could have been a very like just kind of a a nice step back from the brutality that was also happening but because everything is so minimized in this it just feels out of place uh and definitely my it makes sense why they fall in love because that plays into things later on in the film but overall like tonally it just feels like it feels out of place because it's not given enough time like so many things in this movie just not given enough time uh them preparing for the the attack and other criticism i have no idea how they would have so they build these like things that are supposed to be like these termite hills or whatever where they use nawi's idea of using gunpowder outside of guns but to use them as basically bombs and they fill like they're these vessels with gunpowder and then they cover them with to make them look like these termite mounds and they do this before the enemy moves into camp at that exact location like the idea that they would know exactly where their enemy is going to camp and they would be able to set up all of these basically bombs with everywhere scattered around where this their enemy would set up to camp was just like no way like why would they i mean maybe if they, like it could have been set up in a way that would make sense but like the fact that all of a sudden they're doing all this preparation and then all of a sudden that's ex the exact same location where their enemy goes to set up camp okay whatever the look of how that is executed was amazing when they light the gunpowder or whatever on the ground and you see like these f fires slithering over the ground like fire snakes to go to these mounds and blow them up looked amazing ended up being a cool scene the reason why that scene comes to be doesn't make any sense And again, the rope sword thing was very badass.
And then the moments where Nawi and Izogi get captured, as well as some of their other people, very scary, adds a moment of tension, right? Because they said earlier, like, if you get captured, you're going to be brutally raped. Like, the worst things are going to happen to you, obviously, in addition to becoming a slave. And so they know, and instead of Izogi, who is this, like, kind of been the person that Nawi has looked up to in a lot of ways is kind of resigned herself to giving up. Whereas Nawi is be- being that cheerleader to try and motivate her that we, we need, we can get out of here. We need to get out of here, which is, it's cool. It's a cool bond that they have. And uh, absolutely brutal. When we see what happens to Azogi during their escape, And we see Naniska, how not only the king respects her, but she doesn't really have a problem disobeying the king when she goes out to save Nawi and Azogi. And is an epically heartwarming scene where, like, you see Naniska clearly, I mean, she knows it's her daughter, right? She just found out that this girl is her daughter. In addition to the fact that her people have been captured, she wants to go free these people, save them, and she's willing to disobey the king to do it. And when she's running away from the kingdom to go do this thing on her own, and then to see a bunch of her warriors following her was like, oh, so heartwarming just to see them all running in single file line behind her. It's just like it, it gave me chills. It got me choked up. Right. There's also when Malik, the Brazilian slave trader guy, who's all of a sudden realizing how brutal slavery is, uh, the at the very last moment where him and his friend from childhood, the other slave trader, are getting in this boat to go back to their ship with slaves. And Malik in that moment deciding to cut the slaves free and then the slaves immediately grab the white dude and drown him immediately amazing right just like yes yes he did the right thing it 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 was like a good feeling right and then of course you have this revenge of naniska versus her rapist they fought before she had to retreat and now they're fighting again, and it's it's just great fight, great fight choreography. When she gets stabbed, blocking the knife and getting stabbed in her arm and then using that to stab him, just, you know, one of the most badass things, right? You any This is like a scene you would see in the best action movies, right? There's probably a scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger would do something like that or Rambo. You know, it is one of those kinds of moments where you have Naniska blocking the blade and then using it to stab him and to tell him who she is and to tell him that you will never forget. Although he doesn't live much longer to remember who she is, but an awesome kind of a scene. And also seeing after that, seeing Nawi, fight all of the different white dudes that are there right protecting her mom is super awesome super like oh it it like 
very emotional, b- very badass. Also, she's like her skills are amazing, but also like clearly seeing that her mom just got through this battle with her mortal enemy, and now she is doing what she can to protect her is amazing. And then ending up with her being the the woman king, and then them dancing to end the movie. Very sweet. But all of this stuff would have been so much better if it was longer, if we had gotten more, if we had gotten more of, like, if this was an Indian film or just another epic type of a film, you would have, they wouldn't have played what happened to Naniska as a flashback. We would have just seen her as a kid, right? It would have been, this movie would have started with her, and the other women like Izogi and Amenza as younger warriors in very much the similar shoes that Nawi is later on in the film. But we would have seen them together and gotten a feel of their bond and why they are bonded doing going through these things, right? Seeing what Amenza does to help her to take care get rid of this baby right that she is not allowed to have because she's a female warrior but we would have gotten to see them in those shoes and then later on when we get to see Nawi and see her kind of walking in the same footsteps as those people and we would have at that time more reverence for those people and what they've been through because we've seen it it would have just added so much more Right. We would have known that guy when we see that guy later on, we would have known it's like, oh, that was the guy. Right. And maybe the twist wouldn't have been there, although it could have still been there, because maybe if like when we see all the new recruits, maybe they don't focus specifically on Nawi. Right. Maybe they focus on a few of the girls. Right. So we get to know what her friends are like as well to see, again, different girls bonding in the same way. Naniska and Izogi and Amenza bonded in the past, kind of seeing those things kind of repeat themselves in a different way with these new this new generation of kids. And then out of that new generation of kids, we find out that, oh, one of them is this baby that was given up would have been even more impactful because we would have seen all of these things and it would just it would have made so much more it would have provided so much more of a foundation to all of the many things that happen in this movie still i love this movie not an all-time great epic film but a great action film a movie that brings up and highlights amazingly progressive ideas that would be rejected as being woke in 2023 for a major political party in the United States of America, which is absolutely batshit insane. So I love this woke movie. (laughs) I love this woke movie. It is great. Great fight scenes, all that. Can't wait to see what the director does next. Uh, Gina Bryce Bythewood. Let's see what what else she done. I think she's done some other stuff, right? Um, she has done as a director. She has done what the hell? Producer? No, I don't want to know that. 
so she wrote like beyond the lights love and basketball the old guard i think yeah that was her previous film which i like that movie the old guard uh woman king <clears throat> so she did some tv the old guard i guess the old guard was her first no beyond the lights was a directorial the secret life of bess bees secret life of bees and a bunch of tv love and basketball she directed man i'd love to see whatever she does next and maybe there is a director's cut out there and they had to cut for time maybe which i hope so if there is a director's cut i have a feeling it's even better uh but regardless i still enjoyed this movie uh right longer film make it more of an epic tell more of the stories all of that stuff still love this movie amazing performances great casting love to see all these women in more movies i believe i heard nawi is in the tv show underground railroad which i've heard recommended uh, maybe you'll have to check that out as well i think she was great um you know and i think it does its best to balance so many different ideas and storylines in this film i think it, it for what it's able to do i think it does a good job you know great action and it's a movie by far despite my criticisms it works far more than it doesn't work i enjoyed it uh, but i want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the ray taylor show i hope you enjoyed my thoughts on the woman king right don't forget to tune in every monday wednesday and friday for new movie and tv show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment or a rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube if you're watching this episode until next time enjoy the show new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about everything that you've been wanting every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real dreams can come true what you manifest in your mind you can bring to reality